today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie now, we know the number of dog attacks is on the rise, so it may surprise you that some local authorities have failed to issue a single fine for dog control. That's despite the fines being increased and the promise of uh, more dog wardens right across the country. Well, joining me on the line now is James Madden, who's a veterinary officer with Leitrim County Council. Good morning, James. Good morning, Claire. So we read this in the Irish Independent today and the report says that enforcement remains challenging. In Leitrim, there have been two fines uh, issued. Some councils have issued none at all. So can you tell us what the full picture is? Because the issuing of fines isn't the sum total of your work, we know. Yes, I I will indeed. And just just, uh, first of all, we need to interpret that article a little bit more carefully. The, the fines reference are only fines issued in relation to restricted breeds. Mm-hmm. That was the question posed. Now, the total number of fines issued in that period is approximately 5,000 fines. And that report only references approximately 300 fines which were issued for restricted breeds, either being unmuzzled or off the lead. Well, I suppose so that, that is very, very important. And it is subject to a little bit of interpretation okay. there. The headline is a little bit misleading. But, I well, I think given, uh, James, that people are very concerned about dog attacks, that when it comes to how we are managing these dangerous breeds, people, that will be front of mind for people. It, it would, of course, yeah. And the number of fines is really important. I, I do I do get that. And enforcement is really important. Uh, we have approximately 60 whole time equivalent dog wardens in the country. The fact is we don't have enough boots on the ground. We have at least 600,000 dogs in Ireland. 60 whole time equivalent uh, dog, dog wardens. It's just not enough. It's just not enough personnel to... To enforce that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to police that properly. We were so promised we more, have... though, weren't we, James? We were promised 40 more. People might remember in the aftermath of that awful attack on the little boy Alejandro Mizan in Waterford. Tougher fines were promised and 40 more dog wardens. We haven't seen right. any new dog wardens. That's right. I was talking to you, I think it was about this time last year, and we had been promised 40 new dog wardens. Um, so far, it hasn't materialised. Um, it may do. Um, I know these things take, take time, uh, requires funding, but the extra dog wardens haven't materialised yet. Now, um, to be fair, what has materialised is an extra two million in funding for the dog warden service, which was extremely welcome. And that was provided by the Department of Rural and Community Development um, by the Minister Heather, Heather Humphreys. And that came through this year. And that's providing new vans and new facilities for dog pounds. So that that is it's it's working out roughly at fifty to sixty thousand per local authority. So that is welcome, but the extra dog wardens haven't yet materialised. Mm-hmm. So the difficulties then for the existing dog wardens because they can only issue a fine if this offence is observed directly by the warden or if you have a witness statement from a member of the public. So you can see a problem arising there from the get go. Of course, yeah. You need you need hard hard evidence before you can issue a fine. Obviously, the dog warden to witness um, an incident or um, witness uh, a, you know somebody with a dog without a lead or muzzle personally to witness it. If there's some CCTV footage, if there's uh, coverage from say somebody with a camera, if it's a member of the public who's willing to give a statement. 
and that person may have to actually show up in court. If if the fine isn't paid, it may, there may be a prosecution and the person may have to show up in court. So, yeah, it, it does take a lot to get somebody convicted. Yeah, um, That's a big yeah, ask of, of a witness as well, you know, if ultimately they may end up in court it giving court, a yeah. statement. Can we talk about the, the dangerous yeah. breeds? How common do you think they are now from your own experience and what you're hearing from colleagues? Okay, well, we we certainly know the numbers are increasing. Um, we don't know how many dogs we have in Ireland in total. We don't know what breeds they are. Um, but there is consideration being given to the by the CSO to including uh, in in the next census the number of pets per household. So that would give us at least a firm idea of how many dogs there are. We don't have any detail yet on whether they're going to drill down on the actual breeds or whether people own specific breeds or not. Certainly, there's a lack of information on the number of each breed we have, particularly in relation to the restricted breeds. And and so this um, XL bully breed, that dog banned uh, in the UK from the 1st of February. So do you expect that ban there yeah. to have an impact on numbers here? We do. We expect more of those dogs here. They've been banned from the 1st of February. So just to be clear, in the UK, if you own an XL bully from the 1st of February this year, you will require a certificate of exemption. That requires that the dog is neutered, that you have third-party insurance and that the dog is always kept on a a leash and with a muzzle and in a secure environment. Um, You cannot purchase or acquire an XL bully from the 1st of February this year. That only applies if you already own one, but you can't purchase one from the 1st of February and you can't breed an XL bully or sell or, or acquire an XL bully from the 1st of February this year. So it is a ban, but with, I suppose, a graduation or an exemption for existing owners. Uh, we don't have anything here and um, certainly we're adapting a wait-and-see approach with what happens in the UK but um, I think we could be, we could end up waiting and seeing for too long, and have more attacks here and more dogs coming in here. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you think we I, should I need, ban the XL bully? Uh, yes, I need to be clear. There is no reason why we should introduce this breed to our society in Ireland. There is no reason for introducing this breed. So yes. We should have a ban, the same as the UK. But they're, in my they're, opinion, they're here, definitely. aren't they? I mean, people have them. They're here, they're here. Yes, and many of them, unfortunately, are in the wrong hands as well—the wrong dogs with the wrong owners. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an issue. So, are you saying that it's an inherent issue—the viciousness with this breed, with the XL bully? It's not down to how they're trained. It's just that it's just a type of dog that is inherently dangerous. These dogs have the potential to inflict serious injury. That is the issue. They have the potential to inflict really seriously serious injury and fatal injuries on people, and particularly on older people and young people. Um, some dogs have excellent owners. Many dogs have excellent owners. Many dogs are very well trained. Many dogs are very safe, and that's fair enough. But in particular, the XL bully has, has that potential. All restricted breeds have that potential. XL bullies, in particular, have that and are unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's so, how so it is. So you're very clear that the XL bully should be banned. Is there any other restricted breeds that you think now should be considered if the state starts looking at a, an XL bully ban? 
Okay, we have a list of, of restricted breeds. We have 11 restricted breeds. Uh, the restriction is that they always have a lead or on a lead in a public place and that they wear a muzzle in a public place. They are the only two restrictions mm-hmm. in relation to those restricted breeds. It's not a ban. It's only those two particular restrictions. I think we need further restrictions, including in particular third-party insurance, um, a certificate of ownership or certificate of exemption for those dogs would be really useful so that we know where they are and who owns them and some sort of a, a register or an, an a fee mm-hmm. for, for owning those breeds. I think that's okay. the road we need to go. Rather than an outright ban on all 11 breeds and their crosses, that would be quite challenging to introduce Okay. I do think we need further restrictions. And, you know, the responsible dog owners who perhaps own some of those dog breeds would be possibly quite resistant to that. But but you're saying if you want to have one of these restricted breeds, you should be prepared to do all of those things as you have outlined. Uh, yeah, I think so. And and I don't think it's a huge ask. And I think responsible owners would, would acquiesce with that in the... In the in the public good and in the interest of public safety. All right, James, we'll leave I it there for now, yeah. but um, it's good to talk to you as always. James Madden, veterinary officer with Leitrim County Council on those restricted dog breeds.